like my pistol too But the two of them don't miss Just like me and you We'll go dancing in the dark I'll take it way too far The way I do
Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. We continue to celebrate the 20th season of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 775. And what a special guest. With songs and lyrics pulled from real life experience, the songs of tonight's guest, Alabama native Drayton Farley, are firmly grounded, possessing a confessional quality that rings true to those who've worked hard and lived honest lives. A thoughtful writer with a voice that can growl and soar in the same song, Drayton turns phrases that tumble around in your mind a long time after you hear them the first time. We are so glad to have Drayton joining us tonight on Red Barn Radio. Welcome Drayton Farley to the Red Barn stage.
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Drayton Farley released some of his first music in 2018, then Hargrove and Sweet Southern Sadness. His next album contained a total of 10 songs penned, performed, and recorded by this Alabama native. However, it would be three years later in, in the January of 2021 when Farley would truly make his mark on the country music world. A Hard Up Life, his first full-length record, took fans of heartfelt country by storm. These days, Drayton is opening for some of the biggest acts in the genre, including Willie Nelson, and his star continues to rise. Americana Highways writes, Drayton Farley's lyrics are immediately reminiscent to the humor and subtlety of John Prine, the directness and honesty of Dylan, and the everyman gravity of Pete Seeger. Farley firmly establishes himself as one of the great American voices in folk and Americana music. And we got him here tonight, folks. Thanks for joining us for an evening of music and conversation with Drayton Farley on Red Barn Radio. You get me higher than Vulcan, way up high top Red Mountain, like the shoals of the Cahaba, cut their course and keep me counting down the days, until you're in my arms again. You are softer than cotton Growing wild out in the field Back when we were unbegotten Now this world is just a wheel And it's stirring up the butterflies inside Plus again
Our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio is Drayton Farley. He's from Alabama. He has an album, Hargrove and Sweet Southern Sadness. Chewing on Fire, a new tune. I released it last year. I already put A Heart of Life out, and I was, you know, I'm always writing. And so I wrote that, and it was what it was, and I didn't really plan to make it anything different. And so I just released that as a single. And It, it was what it was, like it's like it was just nothing. It's a beautiful song. It was, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a powerful song. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't sure what else I could do or, or where else I could take it, you know. And I thought it was just fine where it was, being acoustic, and I felt good about it. Yeah, I have had thoughts. I'm like, man, I maybe should have held it out, you know, kept that one in the back pocket. <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't, I don't, you know, regret it or anything. Oh, I'm glad good. I did. I've been chewing on the fire. And I've been digging out coals bedded in my veins. And I've been watering my eyes. No, I've let that river flow. And it
Is that the way you do it now in the biz? You put out an album and then you continue to sort of drop new <laughs> tunes down? It seems like a lot of folks do that now. I think, you know, this day and age with digital stuff, uh, those platforms really like, they like to be fed, you know, all the time. So I didn't do that intentionally. Bigger artists you see doing that, it just keeps things fresh. You know, the internet moves so quickly now, you can, you know, release art and then it's it's only for that week. Next week, it, it's gone, you know. So I think that's why people are doing that more often. Does that drive you nuts? I try to not let, you know, that bigger world influence my little world. You know? Ah, good. You know. Good. You grew up in Alabama, and where is Woodstock, your town? Woodstock is uh, central Alabama. It's 30 minutes just west of Birmingham and 30 minutes uh, east of Tuscaloosa, so right between the two. What's it feel like there? There's not a lot to see there. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, there's not a lot of people there. I mean, it's a super small town. There's not quite really an attraction, I wouldn't say, there. There's a Mercedes automotive plant. Uh-huh. Lots of folks in town work there, and uh, there's a lot of just production plants, you know, around that area. And so, you know, we have people move into the area because they got jobs there. And I mean, it's just small southern town, you know. It's kind of, it's not really like too off in the woods or anything, but there's not much there. I mean, you wouldn't probably go there on purpose, you know, without a, a reason, I guess, unless you've just lived there. You know, we have University of Alabama's down in Tuscaloosa, so a lot of people in high school are shooting to go there, you know, so they try and get out. And I think maybe the overall goal is get a degree and get out of here, you know? Yeah, and then some folks are just fine where they're at and they stick around. I'ma just keep watching Think my heart's stopping Nicotine fiend of a man I was born this way I'm a government slave I was raised on stolen land And it's a hard kind of life Begging the ashtray for nickels and dimes Writing these songs Trying to wrap my mind around Fed American dream. I'm still a six gun on it. Let the truth hurts, don't it? You catch me if you can. And I hope all is well. Be a cold day in hell. Right from my dying hands And it's a hard kind of life When paying your dues Don't get you by You're working all week To make some overtime To pay For this force-fed American dream Sleep, just give it some time. Now you're addicted. 
high school like for you did your parents have in mind <laughs> for you to um to go on to tuscaloosa or elsewhere no 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 it was never something i ever even wanted really or or them well, you know they were very realistic always about just you know we're told some things we have to do or we must i mean high school was fine for me i didn't have a bad time in high school but there was never any pressure to like oh you gotta hope you're you know Get your grades up and you go to school and get that degree you know my dad he he worked for himself and then i'm the youngest of five so mom was very busy you know working raising us so real blue collar you know the the degree thing was kind of over our heads you know uh -huh. growing up i think so yeah was there anything in school that really kind of turned you on you're a writer you're a storyteller mm -hmm. did any of that come out of your education experience subject matter you know, just the experience of that town and, and living in that kind of place. I was never a good student, really. I never tried at all in school. You know, I would just kind of do what I had to do to get past. I mean, I had decent grades, but uh, I never, like, gave any effort, any real effort. It's not anything I've really ever stopped to think about. I'm sure, I'm certain that it influenced me in some way. Yeah. I had some really cool teachers, uh, some really cool uh, history classes, and and those things were always interesting to me, and so maybe those correlate to writing in some way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The truth here is that I, I plead for you to care, because I just don't know how much more I'm prepared to bear. The truth here is that I'm stubborn to a fault. So locked away inside in light of all these thoughts. The truth is that there's nothing, there's nothing left to do. It feels just like I've done it all, so I guess it must be true. Maybe if I focus, I might find a so broken here how the hell could I forget there's a sun behind this darkness this darkness cannot last tomorrow's waiting for me all my yesterdays have passed tomorrow's waiting for me all my yesterdays have That I'll die alone with no way to 
with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. There's too many thoughts running through this empty head. And I thought I found the road tonight. 
What kind of fire have you been chewing on that you feel has sort of aged you in your mind? I don't know. I think, like, it was just kind of growing up probably sooner than I should have or could have, you know. Just, like, you know, right out of high school, I I got a job working on the railroad. It's not really Mm. something a lot of 18-year-olds do, you know. So you do that, and then... That's a demanding job. You just jump straight into like a really heavy job like that, and uh, you kind of sell in your youth there doing so, and so it, it catapults you into like this entirely different, you know, place. I think with the way you think about life and things and dreams and, and stuff like that. So I jump straight into you know just being like just truly just working class immediately. You know, I was playing a grown grown man's game, and I, I wasn't quite you know, a grown man. I think that probably had a lot to do with those feelings and just, I don't know. To work with some characters? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's everyone on the... <laughs> yeah, the railroad is full of characters. Um, everyone there has a nickname. So. i got to believe it. So what did you do on the railroad? I was a subcontractor for Norfolk Southern, and we did pretty much everything. I mean, we built rail. We replaced cross ties. We, um, we would go out and just move rail, you know, and just whatever they needed done. There were times where I would have to, you know, hammer spikes down, and that sucked. And then there were, you know, we worked derailments too, so if there was a, a derailed train, we'd, we'd, we would clean up. We'd have to go out and, you know, take cranes and get all the, the rail cars out of the way. Or, you know, sometimes, you know, derailment sounds like a huge disaster, but it's not. A train derails if the wheels leave the rail, you know, and sometimes the wheel just simply slips off the rail. So it's not a huge deal. You can just pick it up and put it back. When I think of yeah, you think that of large like a, coming off yeah, the rails, exactly. it doesn't and and feel often like that is the case. You know, it's a huge thing. So, and they go pretty fast. So if something slips, it's probably a mess. But in rail yards, oftentimes they'll just kind of, for whatever reason, there could be any reason. But you know, huh. wheel falls off the rail, and you got to get a crane put it back. But yeah, I mean, we did everything, man. Just construction on like constructing the rail, maintaining the rail, and and then just derailment cleanup. So once you get all of the, the train cleaned out of the way and you have now cleaned up a workspace, the rail is destroyed. So you have to go in and you know get all the old rock out and put new rock in and, and put new rail. And the train, you can't leave until trains can roll again. So derailments, I think the longest derailment I worked was like 36 hours straight without leaving the site. I mean, that's, it was, it's intense stuff. I mean, I hardly ever left my little town, you know, so... 
I got that job and it was I mean week one when I, I talked to the uh, to the boss and he hired me on the phone he told me that we were going to New Orleans for a week I was like okay cool or two weeks actually he told me to pack a suitcase for two weeks and I was like all right you know and I took the job immediately because it paid way better than the job that I had you know at the time and so two weeks we were going to be gone never been in New Orleans hardly been out of the state you you're know? 18 yeah I'm 18 not much going on so uh now I'm like out for two weeks in New Orleans working this crazy job that I've never like I felt incredibly out of place you know and then after that we worked all all around the southeast mainly and uh yeah I was just constantly gone different city every week and it's the railroad too so like you know you could leave for knowing that you're going to be gone for a week and you have a job to do but then Friday rolls around and you're headed back in and you're almost home and you get a phone call that there's a derailment in you know Spring City Tennessee so you make a U-turn and now you're headed to a derailment for the next 12 hours you know wow. so and then the outside of the job you know I mean anyone who travels for work knows the feeling you're just cooped up in a hotel room after work you know when you get off most people that don't travel they get off work they get to go home and you know get a good shower and sit on you know their favorite chair and their family's running around, but on the road, that's not at all, you know. So you get uh, out of your job, and then you go to your hotel, and then that's it. You're pretty much kind of there alone with yourself for a while. And so, yeah, so it's I like training ground for being uh, a, a touring musician. <laughs> yeah, it really was. No, it, it certainly yeah. was, for sure. Watch the sun rise Alabama Bet you couldn't tell from the look I had on my face That night I saw it set in Louisiana I was thinking to myself Look out on the road Baby, I'm stuck out on the 
Were you married at that time? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and newly married, right? You've we just celebrated six years. Ooh, way to go. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'd been married for a while. This was last year, you know, I'm talking quitting that job. Uh, yeah, and I guess so that's right, 2021. Those years, you know, these last three years, they all blend together into one big mesh. I don't know. I feel like every direction in life was like screaming, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now, you know. I, mean, I just had a kid, and so I was thinking, like, one, be an example to your children, you know. Like, if you if you got a dream and you're yeah, trying to do something, yeah. like, I can't tell you to do do it yourself whenever you see me, like, give mine up, you know. So, and that also, that was a motivation, but it also fueled me to not, you know, fail. And so I think her coming along definitely gave me that extra nudge. That was my, like, uh, stipulation was, like, if I could do music and, like, not sacrifice their livelihood for it, then that's when I'll do it, you know. And, and if you so, could be a happy parent. Uh, and that was another thing. Yeah, there was a, it was a lot of just self-reflecting things. Yeah, I mean, how can I be who I need to be for them, you know, if I can't do that for me first? And so I think that's true for everybody. You should try to be the best you so that you can give that version of you to the people around you. And I, there was no way I was going to be able to do that, you know, working those jobs, knowing that I had this to do. Wasting my youth on trying to grow up Wasting my future, it never showed up Walking around, hanging my head Serving up sounds in language instead And wasting my time on trying to get by I sold it all away to the company line Now I'm feeling like a fool All the freedom I lost All of my youth all that it cost Now I'm getting by On less and less I just needed some time To adjust myself I guess Though the words keep coming I'm keeping up my best It's the only thing I can do Wasting my love on a silly thing Cause all I ever wanted was a song to sing Some kind of door to get out of my head All over the floor and under my bed I figure I'll write until the day that I'm dead And I'm hoping they might keep listening in Cause all that I can do is shoot my shot And find myself Keep my spot Now I'm getting by On less and less I just needed some time To adjust myself I guess You know the words keep coming I'm keeping up my best It's the only thing I can do
Wasting my youth on trying to grow up Wasting my future, never showed up I'm walking around, I'm hanging my head Serving up sounds in the language instead My family lives about 45 minutes from me now. Uh, her family's about an hour. So, but we also just moved. So when Haven was born, we actually lived with my parents for a good little bit. And uh, I can't remember how long, maybe six months or so, uh-huh. maybe less. We moved in with them when she was born, and they helped a whole lot. I was still working at the time. You know, yeah, and so I, w- I had a crazy schedule. You know, I was two weeks nights, two weeks days. Both of our families, though, they've been we're lucky to have them. You know, if we need a, a breather, we can always call a grandparent and be like, Hey, you want oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, you want this, you want this crazy toddler tonight? And they're like, Of course, I didn't grow up with grandparents, they'd already passed by the time I came around, so I never had that. So I'm, I'm I feel good that she has it. Huh. You know? 35 minutes in the Crossing that old state line Headed out east with the railway the Mountains in North Carolina It's another damn week on the railroad It's another damn lonesome
This year, everything's kind of timed out, right? And uh, the studio's done, you know? New baby will be here next month, and that's going to give me, I'll have a few months off and just be settling into that new life. And then some shows here and there in the fall. I'm thinking the album's going to be kind of an early next year thing. And so I'm, I'm hoping. Like January, that kind of January, February uh, kind of thing? I want to say maybe March. Okay, yeah. all right. When that happens, you know, I'll be, I'll be hitting the road with a, with a band at least. And something I wanted to do from the start was um, the band's great, but I wanted to see if I could do it on my own too. You know, and if I could, then I like that a lot. And uh, it was something I always thought would be cool. You know, a lot of bands will have an album and then they'll have like the acoustic version of that album. I kind of did that backwards, you know, first. And so I thought it would be cool to to just hone hone in on the songs themselves and do a whole lot of acoustic shows and then have have a band that I could pull on and bring out, you know, every now and then for a couple week runs, you know, three or four times a year and make those things something special. Yeah. You know. Never really did much living. There's always something else to do. Couldn't see it then, but it's so obvious now I can't help to see it all never was scared much of dying it sounded like a hell of a plan never knew why and I still don't now life's got a slight of a hand and it's all above my head finds its way inside it's the only thing I fear I don't know why It's all beyond me here It's always right in the way The more there is The more there is to lose And that's what keeps me Always something more on the line. I keep my heart and my head down low, but my hopes I'll be keeping on high. I've never known who I am. Don't believe anyone could. Here in a cycle where everything's fleeting, take. It's all beyond me 
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. Well, there are so many people to thank for our program. First, Drayton Farley, our guest this evening. We're ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen each week. It's John and Matt and Eric and Kate and Forrest. And, of course, our full of good cheer, calm, and trusty producer, Ed Commons. We want to thank all of you, too, for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on all of our guests and our programs. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now, once again, please welcome back for one more tune, Drayton Farley to the Red Barn stage.
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South. Thank you, guys. And sharing this music with the world.